say namaste, welcome everybody. Let's come into lying down today to start off. So um, make yourself comfortable. You might grab a bolster for under your knees or maybe you need a bit of a folded blanket behind your head or something. And when you lay yourself down, do all those little adjustments, little bits of wriggling around. So you might press your feet against the floor, lift your hips and kind of lengthen out your lower back. You might wriggle your shoulders down away from your ears. You might play around with how far out from the sides of your body your arms need to be so that your shoulders feel the most comfortable. And you might gently roll your head from side to side. Just kind of feeling the weight of the head. So that when you eventually let it settle in centre, it feels heavy. And maybe the neck muscles can relax a little bit. Okay, let's start our practice here by following the breath in through the nose and then a long, soft sigh out between the lips. So maybe we do that a couple more times, following the breath in through the nose. We might even quietly say to ourselves, I am. As we follow that long, soft sigh out between the lips here. Inhale, I am. Exhale, here. And then we might start to pay attention to some of the sounds around us, just to help us bring our attention here. Remember those sounds are such useful tools. So in my space here, I can hear the traffic go past outside every now and then. I can hear my fridge running in the kitchen. Every now and then I can hear some bird sounds outside. You're probably hearing different things in your space. And whatever we're noticing, we don't have to analyse, we don't have to grab hold of or judge as good or bad. They're just sounds. They come and go. And let one sound come in. Notice as it fades away, maybe there's a moment of silence. Allow the next sound to come in. Notice how the mind becomes more pliable. And more in the present moment. And we might start to notice the sound of our own breath. Maybe it's not an actual sound. Maybe it's just the suggestion of a sound. And again, there might be pauses in the little sound of the breath. So a pause at the end of the inhale and again at the end of the exhale. 
where we might start to notice where we feel that sound arising from. So maybe it's the, the nose, maybe it's at the back of the throat. Maybe you even feel some sensation of sound lower down in the chest or the belly. We might let that sound start to evolve into a soft ujjayi breath. So that breath that sounds a bit like the ocean in the distance. Soft sound of the waves rolling in and out. We might notice that just allowing ourselves to sit with that sound, letting it evolve naturally, the breath very naturally starts to become longer and deeper, maybe a bit smoother. And maybe we can start to feel the breath kind of spreading out into the whole of the body. So the whole of the body is breathing here. And now let's start to bring some movement back into the body. So let's start by wriggling the fingers and the toes. And then we could start to rotate the wrists around and then move the forearms around and loosen the elbows. And at some point we might feel like we need to take a longer inhale breath and float the arms up towards the ceiling and then even take them back behind the head. And then an exhale as we bring the arms back down. And you might do that a couple of times, just matching your breath and your movement. The speed of the movement matching the length of the breath. Maybe a little pause in the movement. And next time we're bringing the arms back down, let's fold the arms and cross the forearms over so we can take hold of the opposite elbow with each hand. Let's inhale in centre here to prepare. And then as we exhale, let's drop the arms over to the left and let the head roll to the right. And then inhale the arms and the head back to centre. Exhale, drop the arms to the right and the head to the left. We could go a couple more times to each side. Again, just matching breath and movement. Maybe noticing that there's a little pause at the end of the exhale or at the end of the inhale. Maybe there's a little pause at the end of the movement as well where we kind of ease our way into a bit more of a stretch in the shoulder. 
and we'll jump both sides evenly. We might like to roll the arms around in some circles. So circling in the shoulders. Making sure we circle in both directions. And then let's release the elbows and let's float the hands up towards the ceiling and imagine that there's a rope dangling from a ceiling up above us and it's just out of our reach. Now let's stretch perhaps the right arm up a little bit higher, see if we can just touch the end of the rope there with our fingertips. You might notice the shoulder pulls up off the floor and then relax the right arm down. Let's inhale and reach the left arm up. We could go a couple more times to each side and we might notice that as we reach a hand up towards the ceiling, the shoulder draws up off the floor and maybe the head rolls a little bit and we feel a bit of a contraction more in one side of the neck than the other. And when we've been evenly to both sides, Let's relax the arms down, comfortable distance from the sides of the body. Just pause for a moment and notice the sensations in the arms here. The arms feel a bit more alive, perhaps they feel heavier. Maybe those sensations are all the way down in the hands or maybe they're up in the shoulders and even up into the neck. And then let's slide the arms down by the sides of the body on an inhale, stretch the arms up again, take them back behind our head. And as we exhale, bring the arms down and let's bend the knees up and bring them all the way up over the belly so we can hold onto them with the hands. Give them a bit of a squeeze in. And then you could rock your legs from side to side. And then round in some circles. You might circle the knees in the same direction to start with. So maybe both knees going in a clockwise direction. And then both knees going in an anti-clockwise direction. And then the knees going in opposite directions to each other, like we're doing our breaststroke legs. And then let's hug just the left knee in towards us and wait for an inhale and stretch the right leg out long along the floor. And then exhale, draw the right knee in, swap the hands over and inhale, stretch the left leg out long along the floor. We could go a couple more times to each side. Again, matching our breath and our movement. How does that feel to inhale and stretch a leg out long? Does it feel to exhale and draw the leg back in?
And when you've done both sides evenly, you might squeeze both knees in again just briefly. And let's release the feet down onto the floor, a comfortable distance from the buttocks. Pause for a moment to follow the breath in and out. And now let's float, say, the right foot up towards the ceiling. We could support the back of the leg with the hands. And we might inhale and float the foot up and then exhale and bend the knee again. And then inhale and stretch the foot back up, straighten the knee. Exhale, bend the knee again. And maybe you do that two or three times just to warm up the back of that right leg. And then leave the foot up in the air and you might have a look at it as you wriggle your toes and you rotate your ankle around. And then let's bend that right knee again and let's take the right knee out to the side so that we can cross the right ankle over the left thigh. We've made a bit of a butterfly wing with the right knee. So if you give that a bit of a flap, maybe providing some gentle guidance with the right hand. We've given that right knee a little bit of a flap. We might find a comfortable spot for the knee and the hip here. And then rock the legs and the hips from side to side. And then you might stick with doing those little loosening movements, a bit of knee flapping, a bit of rocking. Or maybe if you're like, oh, I just want to bring that left knee up towards my belly, come into my sleeping pigeon pose. You can reach between the legs, grab the back of the left thigh. Again, we could let there be a little bit of movement in our sleeping pigeon pose. I think it's one that often we tend to go into and we become a bit of a statue and we get a bit of stiffness going. There's a little bit of movement that kind of requires a bit of softness. So perhaps we get more of a release here if we allow there to be some movement. And then when we feel like we spent enough time on the fair side, we can release the left foot back up onto the floor if we'd lifted the left leg. And let's inhale, stretch the right foot up towards the ceiling again. We might support it briefly with the hands. And then a really slow exhale as we lower that right leg all the way down, almost to the floor. And just before it touches, let your inhale breath float the right foot back up again. And then exhale, lowering it slowly. So maybe we start to feel a little bit of our core here to support that leg lowering really slowly against gravity. We might do that kind of three or four times. And then let that right leg go all the way to the floor. And give it a bit of a wriggle. Give it a bit of a shake bit of loosening and then bend up the right knee, put the foot flat on the floor so both knees bent, our easy rest position, just to pause for a moment and follow the breath in and out and notice that we're a little bit asymmetrical. 
but you better get onto the left side. So let's float the left foot up towards the ceiling. We can support the back of the thigh with the hands and then exhale, bend the knee again. Take an inhale to float the foot up. Exhale to bend the knee and we might do that a few times. Just warming up the back of the leg. And then we keep supporting that leg with the hands as we keep the foot up in the air and we give the toes a good wriggle and rotate the ankle around. And then let's bend the left knee again and turn it out to the side so that we can cross the left ankle over the right thigh. We've made our butterfly wing with the left knee now and we can give that a bit of a flap. And then opening out the left knee and then drawing it in. It's warming up the left hip. And then find a comfortable position for the left hip and the knee. And maybe you take your hands out to the side a little bit to keep you grounded as you rock your legs and your hips from side to side. And maybe you stick with those loosening movements. Or if you did it on the first side, you probably want to do it on this side. Come into your sleeping pigeon pose. Draw your right thigh up towards you. Reach around to grab hold of the back of it. And some little movements here, even in your sleeping pigeon pose. Just to keep a bit of softness in all those muscles and joints. To perhaps remind us to keep breathing. And again, when we feel like we spent enough time on this side, we can release the right foot back onto the floor and let's float the left foot up towards the ceiling again briefly. And then on a really slow exhale breath, let's lower the left leg slowly towards the floor just before it gets there. We're going to let the inhale breath float the left foot up towards the ceiling again. Exhale, lowering it slowly. You feel those hip flexors and our core muscles working. And when we've done that three or four times on this side, we can let the left leg go all the way to the floor. Give it a wriggle. Give it a shake. Loosen it again. And then bend up the left knee, bring the foot flat onto the floor. Again, pause in our easy rest position to follow the breath in and all the way out. And then you can roll over onto your side so that you can use your hands and your arms to help you to make your way up. And let's come all the way over onto all fours. 
And in our all fours position, remember you can always put a blanket under your knee if you need a bit of padding. Let's start with the hands a bit wider than shoulder width, the knees perhaps a bit wider than hip width. And we could do a little bit of rocking from side to side here. Again, perhaps some loosening of the hips and the shoulders. Maybe even warming up the hands and the wrists as well as we kind of put more weight on one hand and then the other. You're rocking from side to side. You might even pick up a hand that you're not leaning on. Loosen the wrists, loosen the fingers. Give them a shake. Rotate them around. And then maybe you do some circles. You circle your hips around over the top of your knees, your shoulders around over the top of your hands. And then let's walk the hands in so they're under the shoulders, the knees underneath the hips. Find our nice stable all fours position. Fine in neutral, head lined up with the rest of the spine. And let's come into our upward and downward cat pose. And before you start to move, you might just do a little bit of movement planning. Like how's it going to feel to come into your upward cat pose? What kind of sensation are you feeling in your back that's going to lead you into that upward cat? And what sensations are you going to feel in your back or in your belly? What sensations are you going to feel of the breath to lead you into your downward cat? Imagine what that might feel like. And then let yourself come into your upward and downward cat. See if it matches up with what you thought doesn't have to. There's no right or wrong. It's just an interesting little experiment. Makes the brain smarter. When we've gone upward and downward for a little while in our cat pose, we might want to come back to our neutral spine and do a little sideways cat. So what would it feel like to come into your sideways cat? What kind of sensations are you feeling in the sides of your waist or your shoulders or your hips? How's your movement going to match up with your breath, do you think? What's going to feel most natural? And then come into your sideways cat, see if what you're feeling matches up with what you thought. Going from one side to the other. Maybe you're noticing a squeeze in one side of the waist or maybe you're noticing the lengthening out in the other side. And when you've done both sides evenly, we could come back to centre again. And let's start to walk the hands out in front. 
And we're going to come into our stretching cat pose. So remember, I used to call this lizard pose, but now I think stretching cat's a better name. So we walk the hands out in front in the same way that a cat walks its paws out in front. So its front legs are really long. Our arms are really long. The spine's really long and the tailbone turns up towards the ceiling. And then we can very carefully walk the hands back in again. And maybe we walk them all the way back in so that we can come up into our high kneeling and we might give the shoulders a bit of a roll here. We might move the head around to loosen the neck. And then we might take a moment to whiz our socks off if we've still got socks on <laughs> so that we can make our way up into our downward dog pose. So bring your hands back to the floor a little bit further forward of your shoulders. Tuck your toes underneath behind you. Maybe you want to sit your buttocks back towards your heels. Give the soles of your feet a bit of a stretch. And then pushing down with the feet, with the hands, floating your hips up towards the ceiling. Adjust the position of your hands and your feet if you need to. Maybe you do a bit of paddling of the heels here to stretch the back of the legs. You might do a bit of rocking backwards and forwards between the hands and the feet. And then let's bring the knees back onto the floor again. Release the toes. Let's exhale, sit the buttocks back on the heels briefly. And then let's inhale, come back up onto our all fours, bring your weight forward over your hands and then lower to the floor nice and slowly, our controlled flop. And let's come into our little cobra pose. So hands flat to the floor, underneath the shoulders or maybe a little bit in front of the shoulders. You might give the hips a bit of a wriggle to get them comfortable. And then following the breath in and out on an inhale, let's float the head and the chest up. So remember, it's cobra pose. It's a bit like a cobra rising up. Exhale, release back down. So we might do it kind of three times, inhaling to float up. We might notice how much of that rising up is because of where the, we're breathing in. How much of it is the muscles in our back? How much of it is the push of our hands? Well, we've done that maybe three times. Let's rearrange the arms. You might push down with forearms. You might push down with hands. Pick yourself up off the floor again. Make your way back to your downward dog pose. And then let's walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. Come into our standing forward bend. We might do a bit of rocking backwards and forwards on the feet here. We remember to keep the knees bent so the backs of the legs are comfortable and we can fold more easily at the hips. 
And maybe the arms and the head and the spine are hanging towards the floor. We could give the head a bit of a shake. Or maybe we know it's better for our back to be in that tabletop back position, our half dog with the hands on the thighs. And then let's all come to that half dog position. Couple of breaths here, perhaps. And then let's inhale and come all the way up to standing. We could float the arms up towards the ceiling. And then exhale, release the hands down through prayer pose. And let's come into our Tadasana here, our mountain pose. So you might do a little bit of rocking side to side backwards and forwards to find the balance of our weight on our feet. You can soften the knees and then press the feet down into the floor so you feel the strength come back up through the legs, up through the pelvis. That's even rebounding all the way up through the spine. So the crown of the head floats up towards the ceiling. You've got that connection between the feet connected to the earth. And the body standing tall and light. Now let's come into a couple of rounds of our half sun salutations and then we might do some longer ones. Let's start with your hands in prayer pose in front of your heart. Come back to your breath. And exhale, you can soften your knees, relax your arms. So that on your inhale, you can press down with your feet, float your arms up, grow tall. And then exhale, folding forwards and down to our forward bend. Inhale to come to our half dog pose. Exhale here. And then inhale the rest of the way up. And then sit back in our imaginary chair. You might keep the arms lifted or maybe you bring them into prayer pose in front of the heart. And then inhale, do a little balance on our tippy toes. And then exhale, come back to our Tadasana. And then again, follow the breath in and out. Soften the knees, relax the arms. Inhale, grow tall. Exhale, fold forwards and down. Inhale, halfway up, our half dog pose. Exhale here. Inhale, come the rest of the way up. Exhale, back into your imaginary chair. And inhale into a little balance. Then exhale, the feet back on the floor, bring the hands down through prayer pose. Pause for a moment to follow the breath in and out. And then we might do a bit of a longer sun salutation. So again, start by following the breath in. If you follow it out, soften the knees, relax your arms. And then inhale, grow tall. Exhale, fold forwards and down. And this time let's bend the knees enough so we get the hands to the floor and walk the feet back into our downward dog pose. Little stretch in our downward dog pose. And then we could briefly come through a plank pose. And then take knees to the floor. Exhale, buttocks back on the heels. 
And then inhale to come back up onto all fours. Let's lower to the floor really slowly. And then come into our cobra pose. So adjust the position of your hands if you need to. They might be a little bit further forward. Inhale to rise up. Exhale to lower back down. Again, rearrange your arms so that you can pick yourself up. Make your way back to your downward dog. And then let's walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat again. Let's inhale and come up to our half dog pose. Exhale and pause. Inhale to come the rest of the way up. Exhale to sit back in our imaginary chair. Inhale to do a little balance. Exhale the feet back onto the floor. And let's go again. So inhale, grow tall. Exhale, fold forwards and down. Bend your knees enough so you get hands to the floor. Let's walk the feet back into our downward dog. Come through your plank pose briefly. Knees to the floor, buttocks back on the heels as we exhale. Inhale, floats us back up again onto all fours. Let's lower to the floor. Reposition your hands if you need to. Inhale to rise up into your cobra. Exhale to lower. Again, reposition your hands if you need to to pick yourself up. Make your way back to your downward dog. Walk your feet towards your hands at the top of the mat. Inhale up halfway. Inhale up the rest of the way. Imaginary chair. And a little balance to finish. And coming back to our Tadasana, our mountain pose. So perhaps doing a little rocking from side to side or backwards and forwards, finding our balance again. Remembering to soften through the knees, connect the feet down into the floor. See if we can catch that rebounding force that comes all the way up, right up to the crown of the head. And then let's turn around and stand sideways on our mat. So stand in the middle of your mat facing the long side of your mat. And we'll heel toe our feet outwards so that we can come into some standing poses. <clears throat> so let's start with all the toes pointing forwards in the same direction. Might give the shoulders a bit of a wriggle here or loosen the neck. Let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Come back to following the breath in and out. And next time we're breathing in, let's send the arms wide at shoulder height. Turn the left toes out to face the long side of the mat. Sorry, the short side of the mat. And let's exhale, bend the left knee into our warrior two. We're going to pause here for a couple of breaths.
and then wait for an inhale breath to straighten your left knee. Reach both of your arms up towards the ceiling so we're standing tall and long. And then as we exhale, let's leave this right arm up in the air and tip to the side so that we come into our triangle pose. And a couple of breaths in our triangle pose. And then an inhale, breath to come back up again. Let's reach both arms up. And exhale to release the arms down to shoulder height. Let's bend the left knee again into our warrior two. And then let's let the inhale straighten the left knee again. And exhale, bring the hands back to the heart and turn the left toes in so that all the toes face in the same direction again. And then let's go again on the other side. So let the inhale, send the arms wide, turn the right toes out towards the short end of your mat. Exhale to bend the right knee. Might pause for a moment. Just check our alignment in our warrior two, check our breathing. And then let's inhale and straighten the right knee and reach both arms up. And then as we exhale, let's leave the left arm reaching up towards the ceiling, tip into our triangle pose. Couple of breaths in our triangle pose. And then waiting for an inhale breath to float us back up again, reaching both arms up. Exhale, bend the right knee, bring the arms down to shoulder height, back to our warrior two. And then an inhale to straighten the knee again. And exhale to turn the toes back in, bring the hands back to the heart. And let's go once more to each side. So moving with the breath a bit more this time perhaps. So following the breath in and out. Wait for an inhale to send the arms wide. Let's turn the left toes out. Exhale to bend the left knee. Inhale to straighten the left knee, reach both arms up. Exhale to tip into our triangle pose. Inhale to come out of our triangle pose, reach both arms up again. Exhale, release the arms down to shoulder height and bend the knee back to our warrior two. Inhale to straighten the knee again. Exhale to bring the hands back in, turn the toes back in. And then the other side. Inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the right toes out. Exhale, bend the knee. Inhale, straighten the knee, reach both arms up. Exhale, tipping into our triangle pose. Inhale to come back up again. Exhale to bend the knee, release the arms to shoulder height, our warrior two. Inhale to straighten the knee again. Exhale the hands back in, the toes back in, everything back to the start. Let's bring the hands down onto the hips. Maybe you find you have to adjust the position of your feet because your feet were walking away from each other. You might do an inhale breath here to prepare. And then let's exhale and start to fold forwards. Taking as many breaths as you need to as you come forwards, pausing anywhere that you need to to make some little adjustments to the position of the spine or the shoulders. 
the way your weight is balanced on your feet. And noticing where that sweet spot is, where you want to stay and have a little rest. So maybe that's with the hands on the thighs, making more of a tabletop with your back. Maybe it's with the spine and the head and the arms all hanging towards the floor. And you might check out whether what you've really found is actually a sweet spot by making sure that you're still breathing and that you can still smile. And then at least a couple of breaths to make your way back up to standing again. And we're going to do a couple more standing poses and then we'll come down onto the floor. So the feet are still a comfortable width apart here. Let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Following the breath in and out. And let's wait for an inhale breath again to send the arms wide at shoulder height and to turn the left toes out towards the short end of the mat. And let's exhale to bend the left knee into our warrior two. And then wait for an inhale to straighten your knee again and reach both arms up. And then this time as we exhale and we bend the knee again, let's bring the arms down to shoulder height and then let the right arm keep going so it comes past the right leg and as it comes past the right leg, we turn the leg and the hip towards that short end of the mat so that we can come to our warrior one. And then from our warrior one, we could come to our warrior two. So we might exhale as we drop the arms to shoulder height and we turn the back leg out again. Back to our warrior two. And then we could inhale to straighten the knee, exhale the hands back in, the toes back in. And then let's go to the other side. So let's inhale, send the arms wide at shoulder height, turn the right toes out, exhale to bend the knee. Our warrior two here, maybe making some little adjustments to our alignment. And then waiting for an inhale breath to straighten your knee again and send your arms up. And then as you exhale, bring your arms down to shoulder height, bend your knee, and then keep dropping that left arm as it comes past your leg, turn your leg and your hip in towards the short end of your mat. Come to your warrior one. And then from your warrior one, you can go back to warrior two. So turning the back leg out, release the arms to shoulder height. And then inhale to straighten the knee. Exhale the hands back in, the toes back in. And we'll make our way down to the floor. And you can do that in a couple of different ways. So maybe you come through a forward bend. And then you heel toe your feet back in towards each other. Bend your knees, go down through a squat and sit down. 
Maybe you do it from standing, your heel toe, your feet back in towards each other. You might want to give your legs a bit of a wriggle. And then you work out a nice way to get down onto the floor. Maybe that's just walking one knee and then the other down. Maybe it's doing a downward dog pose. So getting down onto the floor in the most comfortable way for you. And when you come onto the floor, you might come into sitting on a blanket if that's more comfortable for your hips. You might do a bit of wriggling around to find your sitting bones. And let's bring the soles of the feet together into our bound angle. And you might stay sitting tall in your bound angle. Remember, that's really good for all your postural muscles. Or maybe you feel like you desperately need another forward bend. You could start to fold forwards at the hips. You might fold forwards a little way as you exhale. And then inhale and come back up again. So you're kind of readjusting your spine. And then exhale, fold again. And then if you have come forwards, you probably notice it's a longer inhale breath that brings you back up again. And from our bound angle, let's draw the left foot in towards us, slide it underneath the right thigh, and then pick up the right knee, put the foot flat on the floor, and it can either stay here or it can go right around to the outside of the left leg. So we've really tangled the legs up together. And wriggle around, make sure you get the pelvis into neutral. You might find that seating on quite a bit of a blanket here makes a big difference to the hips. Makes a big difference to whether you feel like, oh, your spine's nice and long. So sitting tall here. And then we can start to let the breath, so maybe on an exhale breath, let the breath lead us around to the right into our twist. And maybe we find that that left arm starts to wrap around the top of the right knee. The right hand might go back behind us for a bit of support. And even as we're staying here, remember there's a bit of movement because we're still breathing. So when you breathe in, maybe you actually come out of your twist a little way. And then when you exhale, that might lead you around again. At some point, you probably feel a longer inhale breath coming and that could lead you out of your twist altogether. And you could untangle your legs, come back to your bound angle just briefly. And then make your way over to your other side. So draw your right foot closer in, slide it underneath the left thigh. Bring the left knee up so the foot comes flat to the floor. You can keep it here or you could take it all the way over to the outside of the right thigh. Tangle up your legs. Wherever you are, let's sit tall. Follow the breath in and out. 
You might notice that you do an inhale breath to prepare. And then your exhale breath leads you around to the left into your twist. Your right arm wrapping around the left knee, the left hand back behind you for a little bit of support. And again, maybe using the breath to help you make some little adjustments. Maybe the inhale breath brings you out of your twist just slightly and your exhale breath releases you round. And then when you're ready, a longer inhale breath would bring you back out. You could untangle your legs. And we might stretch both legs out in front briefly. I'm going to turn around to the side. Let's stretch both legs out in front, point the toes towards the ceiling. Getting tall in our dandasana. Maybe point the toes away from you. Maybe roll the ankles around a couple of times. And then a little bit of boat pose. So let's bring up the knees, bring the feet flat to the floor to start with. We might use the hands behind the thighs or maybe holding the front of the shin. Follow the breath in and out here. And maybe we can let the inhale breath lift the heart so that we come into our neutral spine. And while the inhale breath might be lifting the heart, maybe the exhale breath is drawing the belly in so that we start to feel into those core muscles again. And then maybe we can start to let go of the hands. We can start to come up onto the tippy toes. Maybe we bring one leg or maybe we have got both legs coming up off the floor into our boat pose. Heart still lifted, still breathing. And then when you're ready to come out, take your feet back to the floor, slide them away. Sit tall in your dandasana. Follow the breath in. And then maybe you feel like you need a soft forward bend. And you might like to stay in your forward bend. Maybe that's the best place for you for this morning. Or maybe you want to come through another boat pose. Take your time coming into your boat pose. Doing all the little adjustments along the way. Maybe all those little adjustments along the way are actually the bits of the pose that create more strength. If you do, do a second boat pose when you come out again. Stretch the legs out. You might sit tall in your dandasana for a moment. And then maybe one last forward bend.
And then when you come out of your forward bend, you might go for a little walk on your sitting bones on your mat so that you get into the right spot on your mat. You've got enough mat behind you that you could bend your knees and then recline your way back down onto the floor. And what's the first thing that you feel like you need to do when you get here? Do you need to stretch your arms and your legs out really long? Do you need to hug your knees towards your belly and rock on your back? So doing whatever counter pose feels like the most logical thing for your body. Notice what kind of sensations you're feeling in the body that led you into that particular pose or movement or stretch. And then when you've done a bit of counter posing, let's bring the feet back onto the floor. Let's walk them in reasonably close towards the buttocks so we feel like the ankles are underneath the knees. And you might take your hands onto your belly so that you can feel your breathing. And maybe we do a couple of rounds of our arch and flatten here. So as you inhale, let the belly expand like it's blowing up a balloon. That tips the pelvis forwards towards the thighs, the lower back arches a little bit off the floor. You can feel those back muscles contract perhaps. And then as you exhale, let the belly draw in, let the lower back muscles relax and lengthen. The pelvis rolls back the other way. Again, inhale, arching the back, rolling the pelvis towards the thighs. Exhale, releasing the back muscles as the belly draws in. Then maybe one last time and inhale to arch the back. Exhale to release the back muscles, let them lengthen out. And then can we keep that nice long lower back? And on the next inhale breath, just push down with the feet and come up into a little bridge pose. And then exhale, lower back down again. Inhale and do a little arch, arching the lower back, contracting the back muscles. Exhale, release the back muscles, lengthen them out. And then inhale, keep them nice and long as you push down with your feet and you peel up into a little bridge pose. Exhale, lower back down. And maybe one last time and inhale to come into our arch, pelvis rolling towards the thighs. Exhale, pelvis rolling back, lower back muscles lengthening. Inhale, push with your feet, come up into a bridge. And exhale, lower back down. And maybe stepping the feet a bit further away from the buttocks, coming into your easy rest position for a moment, just following the breath in and out. And taking the time to notice what sensations are here in the physical body and even in the heart and the mind that tell you you do need to do one last little bit of moving around or stretching out so that you can be comfortable for your final relaxation. So maybe that's hugging the knees and rocking on your back. Maybe it's stretching out. Maybe it's doing a twist. 
And then when you feel ready, you could make your way into your final shavasana, your final pose for your practice. And like we did at the start of the practice, doing all the little bits of wriggling around and adjusting so you can find that place of comfort and ease. So maybe you press your feet against the floor, pick up the hips a little way, lengthen out your lower back. You might wriggle the shoulders down away from the ears. You might gently roll the head from side to side. And take the time to put your warm things back on, your socks, grab your blanket. And maybe you keep your knees bent for your relaxation if that's more comfortable for your lower back. Maybe you've got a bolster there you want to put under your knees. Maybe it feels really nice to stretch your legs out long. And however you've positioned yourself, follow your breath in through your nose again and a long, soft sigh out between your lips. And maybe do that a couple of times. Perhaps on the inhale, reminding yourself, I am. You follow the long, soft sigh out here. Inhale, I am. Exhale here. And then to really bring yourself here into this final pose for your practice, you might do a little scan of your body. So take your attention all the way down to your feet. You might give your toes a little bit of a wriggle to help you get your attention there. And then let them become still. And see what sensations you can feel in the feet. On the soles of the feet, the tops of the feet. The outside surface of the skin as well as the interior. So can we feel all the bones in the feet, all the joints? And there's just as many joints in the feet as there are in the hands. And then taking that same really curious quality of attention up to the ankles. Feeling into the ankles. And the lower legs. The knees. The thighs. The hips, the pelvis, the buttocks against the floor, that little arch in the lower back, the sides of the waist and the belly. Maybe we notice the belly's moving a little bit with the breath. Or maybe we can feel the weight of the belly organs inside the belly. Who 
slowly into the upper torso, the rib cage. The heart and lungs inside the rib cage. The back of the rib cage on the floor and the shoulder blades. And feeling down along the arms, the upper arms, the elbows, the forearms, the wrists and the hands, palms of the hands, the backs of the hands, all the way down to the fingertips. Tracing your attention back up your arms all the way to the shoulders and up into the neck and the head, that contact point between the back of the head and the floor, the crown of the head, all the muscles of the face across the forehead, around the eyes, across the cheeks, in the jaw. Noticing the eyes resting gently in their sockets. Just feeling the breath on the inside of the nostrils. Feeling the tongue inside the mouth and the teeth. Feeling into the inner ears. Even feeling the brain inside the skull. Maybe at this point in your practice, it feels really comfortable to turn your internal gaze upwards to that third eye chakra, that spot on the back of the forehead, just behind the eyebrow centre. You might notice what's going on at the third eye chakra. There a sensation of space there, of softness or quiet. Or maybe it's still a little bit busy there. Maybe the busy brain keeps coming forward, reminding us of other things we need to do today. Even when that happens, we might remind ourselves that we're not those thoughts. We're just thoughts. 
can notice what other sensations might be here at the third eye chakra. Perhaps with that same quality of slightly curious attention. And maybe we want to stay here or maybe it feels really natural to turn our internal gaze down towards the heart centre. Just noticing what we find here. Again, maybe there's a sense of spaciousness or softness or quiet. Maybe there's other sensations in the heart centre, feelings that come forward related to things that have happened earlier in the week or things that haven't happened. And again, we could remind ourselves that we're not actually our feelings either. heart centre is bigger than that. We might use that same curious quality of attention to see what else is here. Perhaps we remind ourselves one last time as we follow a very quiet breath in, I am, as we exhale, here. And now there's no need to open your eyes just yet but our practice is nearly over for this morning. You might like to start drawing some deeper breaths back into your body again. And start to wriggle your fingers and your toes. And gently roll your head from side to side. If your legs have been stretched out, you might like to bend them up. If they've been bent up, you might like to stretch them out. You might like to rotate wrists and ankles. Start to move into arms and legs. Maybe you have a big yawn and a stretch at some point. Maybe you curl everything in and you rock on your back again. And then when you feel ready, you could roll over to one side so that you can use your hands and your arms to help you to make your way up to sitting. And sit however is comfortable. And you can bring your hands into prayer pose in front of your heart. 
Bow your head down towards your hands. Take the time at the end of your practice here to just consider your practice. Consider what it would feel like to maybe carry a tiny bit of goodness of your practice with you as you go on with the rest of your day. You might imagine how you would physically carry yourself sensations in your heart, in your mind. Let's release the hands, take them out to the sides. Take a nice big inhale breath. You could stretch your arms up, blink your eyes open and then exhale. So thanks everybody for joining me this morning.